Welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience and almost daily podcast about anything and everything weather and science and earth science and even some off-topic stuff every once in a while. I'm your host, Andre Bernier. I'm a meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio, and this is episode 11 for October 11, 2018. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've got a huge shift in the weather pattern, without a doubt. Uh, We obviously did that in the last 12 hours. Without much fanfare, by the way, I mentioned on the air last night on Fox 8 News that uh, it's uh, maybe a little unusual to see a cold front with such a huge thermal contrast from the warm side to the cold side that doesn't have a whole lot of activity along it. And we had a few scattered showers. When I woke up this morning, I looked on the deck. There were some uh, little spots of water on the table, but I couldn't see any on the deck. Uh, and I checked my rain gauge, and it wasn't even enough to measure. It was point zero zero when I uh, looked at my uh, weather station this morning here in West Central Geauga County. And I'm sure that was the case with uh, most people. So it is a little unusual because now we're seeing temperatures slip into the 50s. I'm looking at my weather station right now here in Geauga County. I have 59 degrees. The dew point's 53. It's not been that cold for quite some time. Uh, At least one day uh, we had temperatures near normal in October early on. That was October 5th. The rest of it well, well, wildly above normal with some records uh, established, as you know. Uh, By the way, I have today off from the TV side. I'm going to be enjoying some time with my bride. Uh, I have some uh, things on my to-do list around the house, and with the weather cooling off, it's going to be the perfect time to get outside and to do those. I was actually waiting for a day like this. Uh, This day had been planned for some time, uh, and so the weather is cooperating. And it's going to make uh, my work outside uh, a little easier uh, since uh, some of it uh, requires some heavy lifting. So I'm not on the TV side. For those of you listening to this podcast on Thursday night, I'll be enjoying the Thursday night NFL football game with you in the same position in an armchair uh, with some nachos and uh, maybe... uh, uh, a lemonade or some tea, verbal tea, whatever. Uh, but to suffice to say, uh, I'm going to be doing it at home and not from the station this go around. Uh, same for next week, too. I took a couple of Thursday nights off just so that I could enjoy that uh, Thursday night uh, football game with my bride, Sally. All right, let's talk about the hurricane before we get into anything else. Uh, hurricane Michael is now getting ready to send its rain off of the coast of the Carolinas after producing heavy rain last night in Georgia and then uh, central uh, South Carolina. But here's some interesting stats about Michael that I saw tweeted by the National uh, Weather Service uh, down in the panhandle of Florida. And, uh, you know, you can slice and dice the information from these hurricanes every which way but loose. And many times these uh, pools of data, the stats that come out, 
it's tough to make sense of, uh, but uh, sometimes you just need to kind of step back. And I'll do that here in just a second. But from the National Hurricane Center in the Panhandle of Florida, these were some of the interesting things that um, came forth from that office. Number one, Hurricane Michael made landfall just west of Mexico Beach Wednesday afternoon, October 10th, yesterday. We're just starting to see some of the pictures and some of the video from there. Just amazing strength. Michael made landfall as a strong category for hurricane. In other words, it was literally two miles per hour under category five. And the maximum sustained winds right at the center at landfall was 155 miles per hour. That's sustained. Those those are not gusts. That is sustained. Uh, this is the strongest hurricane to ever hit the Florida panhandle. And the records go back to 1851. It was an all-time low sea level pressure set at Panama City, Panama, Florida, at 922.4 Millibars. Now, the previous record was uh, uh, 978, uh, 979, a huge, huge difference. And that was recorded during Kate uh, Hurricane back in 1985. Um, the strongest observed winds, as far as preliminary winds, uh, observed at Tyndall Air Force Base, 129 mile per hour gusts. There were some unconfirmed reports that gusts were in the 155 range. I'm sure all that data will need to be filtered, analyzed, and kind of assessed as to which ones are correct and which ones are uh, spurious. Uh, But that will take time uh, to go through. This is going to be a hurricane that gets a lot of case studies done in the meteorology world. Uh, The highest rainfall uh, out of this so far has been in Calhoun, Georgia, 6.63 inches. Uh, Let me also talk about the strength of hurricanes. The strongest continental U.S. landfall hurricanes ranked by wind. Uh, Again, you can slice and dice and look at the data every which way but loose. So now let's look at it in another way. Let's look at it for hurricanes making landfall ranked by wind speed. The highest one was not in my lifetime and probably not in yours too. It was the Labor Day hurricane of 1935. The landfall winds were 160 knots. Uh, The next one is Hurricane Camille. I remember that. I was uh, 10 years old, had an interest in meteorology by then. And uh, Camille uh, came on shore with 150, 150 miles per hour. Third strongest hurricane was Hurricane Andrew. Uh, Just about everybody remembers that. That's a contemporary storm, and that's in 1992 in South Florida. It came on shore with 145 mile per hour winds. And at number four, and that's this one, Hurricane Michael, uh, which occurred in October, uh, came onshore with uh, sustained winds of 135 knots, which is approximately 155 miles per hour. 
And uh, just in case you're curious, uh, we have a tie, a five-way tie for fifth place uh, between um, an 1856 unnamed hurricane, the Indianola hurricane of 1886, also unnamed a Florida Keys hurricane, uh, unnamed in 1919, a 1932 hurricane, which went into Freeport, unnamed, and Hurricane Charlie, uh, which uh, came on shore in 2004. All of those had 130-mile-per-hour winds. Uh, So there you have it. Uh, I'm going to see if I can pull up. I retweeted something from Twitter. I'm going to look for it right now as we speak because... um, uh, it talks about some of uh, the hurricane trends because there's a lot of misinformation about hurricanes and trending. A lot of people saying, oh, we've never seen hurricanes like this, and uh, they're only going to get worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. Well, uh, the the proof is in the pudding, as I like to say. Or the proof is in the numbers, and I just pulled it up. It was uh, retweeted by Roger Pike. Uh, Pilkey Jr., uh, and let me find out his uh, information. Uh, da, 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 da. Um, he apparently has an associated uh, has an association in meteorology somehow, but he slices and dices information too. And this is interesting. Now listen to this: from 1900 to 1958. The first 59 years of the century, the ninth of the uh, of the 20th century, there were 19 category three or higher hurricanes that made landfall in the U.S. From 1959 to 2018, this year, the last 60 years, there have been 11. So there are eight fewer in the last 50 years than the first 50 years of the 19th century or 60 years. Uh, now let's take a look at, uh, let's up the ante. Let's bring it up to Category 4 hurricanes. From 1900 to 1958, pre-satellite, so obviously these hurricanes had to have hit somewhere with recording information. There were six Category 4 hurricanes or greater that made landfall. Well, what about from 1959 to 2018, the last 60 years? There were five, so one fewer than 1900 to 1958. So the uh, Florida major hurricane landfalls, and apparently all of the information I just gave you uh, are in Florida. The Florida major land landfall trends has been down, not up, not even steady. Uh, and it's most significant in the category three plus when, again, we had 19 uh, landfalls between 1900 and 1958 and 11 landfalls between 1959 and 2018. So there you have it. Kind of some interesting things to chew on. Again, there is all kinds of data that you can chew on, that you can split, slice, dice, and do everything uh, with uh, to to make things interesting. And I would imagine that there are going to be a few more lists that uh, this hurricane gets put into and compared to uh, in many other ways. Well, let's quickly talk about our weather right now. Our weather obviously has uh, turned around. And if you take a look at the first 10 days of October, 
everywhere essentially east of the Rockies from the Mississippi along the East Coast were much, much, much warmer than normal on average. And uh, where it was cold was in the Rockies. In fact, we had a lot of early snowfalls as far south as New Mexico, even uh, near the uh, north rim of the Grand Canyon, etc. Now that pattern has completely flipped. If you you look at the uh, the U.S. um, departures, all plotted in a nice color fashion, those patterns have, have have perfectly flipped for the next 10 days. And it's a forecast. We'll have to see this, how this pans out. But for the next 10 days, everywhere east of the Rockies will be much colder than normal. And everywhere from the Rockies points west will be warmer than normal. So it's a complete and total pattern shift. And we pointed out uh, the fact that uh, the PNA, the Pacific North American Oscillation, went positive, which allows the cold air to dump into the eastern two-thirds of the USA. And if you want to check that out, uh, go to weatherjazz.com and uh, scroll down to that, and you'll see some of the graphs that I put up there. And I talk about it in episode number 10. Uh, so there you have it. It's going to be cool for the next few. I'm heading out now to get some of my work done here uh, and then we're going to sit back and enjoy uh, the game. What's on your agenda? When the weather gets this cool, uh, let me know. And if you're listening to this podcast via Anchor, if you um, download the Anchor app onto your smartphone, you can actually leave me a voicemail or a voice message uh, that uh, I can actually use as a part of podcasts. So if you have a question uh, or if you have a comment or if you have an observation or something you just want to share, and it can be along any topic. It doesn't have to be weather-related. It doesn't even have to be science-related. But if I find it interesting, I may use it. Uh, you can do so by uh, sending me the audio file using the anchor.fm app on your smartphone. So give it a try sometime. And of course, you can always listen to this podcast on weatherjazz.com and any supporting information will be placed um, on that particular episode uh, that you're listening to this uh, via the website, just in case you're listening to it online. Well, until next time, and we'll try and give you an update tomorrow as uh, we see the cool air get firmly established. Have a wonderful uh, evening tonight. I don't know if you're rooting for the New York Giants or the Philadelphia Eagles, but I hope at least it's a good game. Of course, we'll have to wait and uh, see what the teams look like. But the Giants are having a tough time. My guess is that the Eagles are going to win, but uh, we'll have to wait and see. There have been a lot of surprises uh, in the NFL these days, including the Browns. How about those Browns? How about those Browns? That was amazing. Well, Sally and I were on the road back to uh, Cleveland, um, and we were in a dead spot, and we lost. Uh, we, in fact, we weren't driving the car that had uh, Sirius XM, so we couldn't listen to the Browns game. We kept having to listen or ask Siri what the score was. And uh, it was getting, it was tied 9-9 when we went into the mountains of West Virginia along I-77. And uh, you lose service in there because it's so mountainous. And it wasn't until we approached Charleston that we asked Siri and found that they had won 12-9. How about that? How about those Browns? 
Can't wait for this Sunday. It's going to be an interesting game. Uh, all of them are going to be very, very interesting. Uh, have a, a great rest of your Thursday. I will be back on the TV side on Friday. I'll also be in for Jen Harcher on Saturday uh, in the evening. So make sure to catch me then. Until next time, we'll see you uh, right here on the next episode of Weather Jazz. Weather Jazz.